Welcome back to the mixtape. What was it? B sides. We've had we have so many names and they've all stuck. They've all stuck. Joshua Adam Lamarth not here with Nick Galen and the Talents of Sexy Dangerous Devin here. It's Devin Seal, Volume Two. It took a little bit, but we are back. I'm happy to have Nick back in the pod. Nick, a little bit of a break for you, but people are going to get really sick of you, I'm sure, by the. Uh, the end of this because we'll have you on for some football coverage in the next little bit as well so happy to have you back here at fresh take man always happy to be here i love it all right so who wants to explain the rules this is where i kind of do my hosting thing a little bit but i kind of let you guys be the tour guides don't don't mind if i do so our our intent is to make the best mixtape possible with a number of different categories for a specific year when that when that single that we would have been listening to has been released. So if it was released in, so this, this year is 1985. If it was released in November of 1984, unfortunately it doesn't count. It has to be released in 1985. <clears throat> uh, we have no competition in terms of uh, duplicates or anything like that. So we can have the same song if we all think that way. Uh, we have five different songs per side. So to create the ultimate mixtape, uh, our categories are as, as follows. And then we have a couple of tweaks depending on the, on the, uh, the decade or, or the, the era, I suppose. So uh, rock, pop, electronic, which is also kind of disco kind of, I mean, new age, whatever, whatever you're kind of thinking uh, R and B hip hop rap is a category in 1985, which will be interesting. Uh, Trends. So trends in 1985, probably a lot of new wave from a lot of us. What do you guys think? It's a mix uh, of new wave and R&B. Yeah, we're kind of getting, so a trend is got to be something that's very specific to the, you know, the mid eighties, which I think is, it could be hair, it could be hair metal. It could be new wave. It could be emo for all we know, or goth, uh, then female vocalists, Canadian content, that one's going to be a lot of fun uh, this, this time. A, this is a good Canadian year. 85 was real. I, I got to say, maybe I'm back Canadian. I did not know Corey Hart was Canadian until today. Hey, Whoa. there you go. And then yeah. we have two wild cards that uh, uh, ideally we'd split up onto side A and side B. But, I, you know, we're all pretty pretty loose with the uh, the rules. And then after we've given our – we talk about the songs a little bit, what they mean to us. Then after we give uh, our – our complete rundown then we have to give it a name which is probably the best part of our of our one so far so uh josh anything else you want to add nick anything you want to add um, no i think we're good yeah i think we're good it's just uh man, it, when you say rock that is a very <laughs> loose term Broad. in this the, in, the, in this like like uh like pop rock is really at its all-time high right like of the of the 70s of like the Aussies and all that kind of stuff that you had, that's kind of laid out a little bit. Like if pretty much as you have a guitar, you rock. Well, we're like coming at like this. we're we're basically post like the golden age of rock, and we're starting to see a lot of people in their 20s 
who grew up on classic rock who are now taking it in strange new directions. So mm-hmm. we're starting to get a little bit of metal. Uh, punk rock obviously has had its time. Uh, as I mentioned, goth and emo, new wave, art rock, talking heads kind of stuff like that. So this is where you start to see rock is like a really an umbrella term where it used to be just such a genre. A lot of keyboards and a lot of hairspray. Oh, yeah. especially yeah. this year yeah there definitely was my, my question too is for the do we have rules of how the tape goes like can you have two wild cards on a side or does it go however you want it to go he didn't really listen to what i just mentioned but that's okay <laughs> I, uh, I, I thought i, I did I, ideally it's one on each side but okay we'll we'll be pretty loose with it okay if you can put if you can string two bangers back to back as your wild cards i mean maybe we'll allow it yeah all right, who wants to start us off? I'll go last. Okay, I'll let Nick go first then. Um, sure. I'm going with, uh, okay, female vocalist, starting it off with a banger. Uh, lead singer of a group, uh, the Miami Sound Machine. Uh, going yeah. with Conga. Um, song is wild. You know, it, it's, it, it sets it off. It was number one on the Latin billboards, hit number 10 on the States. Um, you know, Gloria Estefan, what can you say? She's an eight-time Grammy winner. You know, she she brought a lot of that Latin flavor to America. You know, kind of, you know, I don't want to say created a genre in America, but really stepped it up for sure. Absolutely. When you hear that song too, you just immediately start wanting to like shaking those hips and get going. 100%. It, it was close to uh, to a dance song for me after we kind of made that adjustment. It was like, man, I could I could definitely put that in the dance category. Very good. Um, all right. I will start mine off with, I, I think this song you could put anywhere, but I think it has to be. It's, it's, it's interesting. There's so many songs in here that would be a lead for a mixtape of this era. Like I, if you made a mixtape in 85, man, it's impossible to really find that song that you really want to kick off the mixtape personally. I do think this is one of the best ones though, to kick off the mixtape and that's Huey Lewis power love. Dang. First big one. You get Whoa. like, just as soon as you hear the, bah, 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 like you can't help, but just start getting hyped up and getting ready to go from all that. Uh, just an absolute banger. One of the best. I mean, and you better love this song because if you watch Back to the Future, get ready because it's going to be played nonstop. How many times do they play that song in the in That's the series? A, a lot. Okay. A lot. Okay. Yeah, a lot. That's the answer there. But I mean, and, and this isn't. This is kind of a start for a two-year journey here for Huey because after this, Sports comes out, I believe, in '86. Uh, so and then. Again, like it was weird because we we were talking like between eighty as good as this year. This was a fun year, but holy crap, am I excited to do eighty four, eighty six after today? Well, even something is like, you know, I just did a really quick Google search today. You know, music nineteen eighty five, and it was like Brian Adams, summer of sixty nine. Yeah, and you just go holy shit, and then you you do you know two more clicks on the Wikipedia, and it was released in eighty four, like November yeah. of eighty four. But yeah, right. That's like Phil Collins, Easy Lover. It's December. This is what Nick was talking about in our group chat. Easy Lover is d- December 84 in the States, but then 85 in the UK. So it's like, what do I do? 
What do well, I do? the rules so, are the rules are clear. Has to be released between January first and December. Yeah. Okay. So it's you, Dev. I mean, this song's all over the place. It's really had a moment this last year. So I'm going to start off with my female vocalist. Yep. And it's going to be running up that hill by Kate nice. Bush. Whoa, nice one. Yeah, I want I want us to to like feel some things, but also have like some really strong interpretive dance moves What to start off this uh, mixtape. I like it. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. And you'll be able to get out of the upside down at the same time. Well, I mean, hey, uh, we're going to go. So a snake draft, right? So I'm going to go draft, second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with trend. And that is kind of the rise of uptick of emo goth. And in 1985, Susie and the Banshees released a song called Cities and Dust. And that's going to be my second song. Nice. Awesome. I, awesome. I got to hear that one. Sometimes you guys say these songs and I can't remember what it, what it sounds like. And that's why I wish that sometimes we could put the songs in between here. To like really hear what they are like, like we're way too loud there. I have like a definite theme for side A, and it's gonna be it's already apparent. Oh, I know this. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. Man, it's so. All right, so we're gonna continue. Again, this was so hard because I kind of wanted to put this on my part B because I there was a struggle between both these songs to really hit you off to uh, an earworm to start the, the tape off. But for the second track on here, we're rocking with Armadeus. Whoa. Some some Falco. Some Falco. We're rocking with Armadeus. Whoa. Uh, and then putting that into pop. Um, yeah. And I mean, this song, obviously, I was born in 85, so I didn't really get to hit it when it hit. But this song... It's an inside joke with me and my sister for Adventureland. If you've ever seen the movie Adventureland, because they literally just play that song over and over again in the theme park. Because I think it takes place in the eighties in Adventureland, so you get it over and over and over again. It's a good, it's a good banger, but it's it is definitely one of those earworm songs that will get stuck in your mind the entire time. So I'm a I'm a hot minute. I got some years on you guys, and yeah. they played the hell out of this song on like much music yeah. you know like it had a wild weird video and it was just like you know they, they used to play this and like michael like uh, michael jackson back to back it was just the weirdest combination it's like you knew if you heard one you heard the other one it was the strangest combination but oh it, my god much music amazing. what are you gonna do no what are you gonna do so yeah i'm going with that with um with falco rock me amadeus amazing See, funny, uh, the funny thing about some of these songs, it's like it, they've they've kind of like taken on a life of its own now into like meme songs, if you will, in some senses. And then some of them just really survived the test of time or some of them like the Kate Bush song have like come back. Right. Yep. Well, like I said, that that was, I mean, now that I look at it, it's kind of a meme between my, it's my sister's ringtone when she calls me because of the inside joke we had. We have a, we have a kind of a game between that and then we have uh, a game with bird is the word because of that family guy episode and trying to trick someone to listen to it. 
All right. Who's Amazing. next? All right. So I got a pop song. Uh, so this was um, a re-recorded, re-released song from 1983 and re-recorded into 1985. I'm going to need potentially a ruling on this one. Gavin's the judge. I'm all ears. Uh, so I got Katrina and the waves walking on sunshine. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, they re-recorded it. It was uh, released in the UK in 83. Didn't do anything. They re-recorded it in 85 and put it out for the world to see. And yeah, it hit number nine on the States. So it was a big, and it went platinum in the UK that second time around. My question is, does anyone know what the 83 version sounds like? I oh man no I didn't dig that far yeah so I guess I mean if we all know the 85 version then that's what we got to do cool I'm into it okay my next one but no he gets another one oh snake draft um I'm gonna go all right so I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go with a wild card um I'm going to go with King of Rock, Run DMC. Nice. Um, it was the first rap album released on CD. So it's like it really? technology. It was. Whoa. And it was probably like, I guess it'd be the equivalent of like 50 bucks today. Oh, oh my God. I'm sure. It was probably $20 in 1985. And it was just like. <gasps> I'm surprised that Laserdisc came after the CD. You know, you think that the natural progression would have been vinyl to a laser disc right. to a CD. Well, it was one of those things where it's kind of like like Betamax too. Like there was there was these technologies that kind of that had these distinct advantages, but they were so specialized that no one could do anything with them. When a CD, like it's an inferior product, but it was just cheap to produce. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's cool. Man, that I was it was cool kind of going back to listen to some of those and again those earworms. But the flow to some of these beats, I know like some of the beats, the one that I noticed with hip hop at the time, a lot of the beats do kind of sound the same. But the MCs, like because you think about the 80s, you're thinking about hip hop, and we're about three years from hip hop becoming very political with NWA and public enemy. And then from the bridges of West and East and all that kind of stuff and guiding and whatnot. And it's still interesting here just to hear like LL go hard on a beat, DMC go hard on a beat. And man, Run is such a good rapper. I like, and, and the Beastie Boys are about to change the entire game with the album they drop next year. Like, again, when you look at 86 and you have No Sleep Till Brooklyn and Rock Fights You Right the Part, like in 86, Beastie Boys take it to a whole nother level. And you really look at this year with Cool J, Run DMC, and a few others, but particularly they sit on just they just started laying into a beats where we were where what Nick, like three years prior with Grandmaster Flash, and he's just like broken glass everywhere. Right. And Curtis Blow right. and all that. <laughs> you know, and, and just the, the back and forth that they use between each other, you know, it yeah. was like it was it, it they perfected it. You know, it's not like they invented it, but they definitely perfected it at that time, hundred percent. Like we're getting, I think, like the next years. Yeah, we're gonna get KRS One, and I mean, Big Daddy Kane's around at this time. But you know, I don't think he had anything particular of a big this year. But we're like two, three years away from hip hop really starting to explode, and then get into the families being like, "Oh, what is this rap music? I don't know if I like this." Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, all right. I'm going next, and I am going to hit you with my trend, which is the pop rock. And I had to wear this shirt, and I had to find one song Ooh. they had this year. And we got Journey, Only the Young. Some quality Steve Perry in that song. Amazing. Had to had to dig around for that one. I didn't even know Journey, really Journey put out a song. Whoa. <laughs> Only 85 songs Journey had. I think it hit number 23 on the Billboard 100 at one point. Whoa. Yeah. Steve and Perry in that, because obviously he can hit that voice really, really high, but kind of has like a nice progression. And it's again kind of just the same typical beat you get in a lot of those uh those songs. It's a nice little flow to it. Kind of like you were saying, like it's a lot of those beats, like Oreo Speedwagon and Dire, St like all the, like it's just the kind of consistent that you see around this time in the eighties. Interesting. I'll have to check that one out for sure. I have no idea. No. <laughs> all right, Dev. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be a little loose with this definition, but uh, I, I'm sure you guys, I'm sure you guys will pass it. So uh, for my, I guess this is my what fourth, third, third song. Yeah, but you third song. Uh in pop, I'm gonna have the cult. She uh she sells sanctuary. Yep. I it could be trendy, could be rocky. It just it's such a earworm radio hit. Um it's the kind of music that I listened to with my dad. So he was, you know, in the prime of his life, I guess, at this point in time. That's a really interesting point you make there, Dev, just because I found in this time for us. These are definitely songs I grew up with listening with my dad. Oh, yeah. I didn't 80s. understand really the impact of really any. A lot of these songs are basically songs that we listen to in the car on road trips. Yeah, or, there's, there's no or individual whatever. side. This is like your parents' individual music, really. <laughs> kind of. But I mean, I've heard this song live probably dozens and dozens and dozens of times on CD. But uh, yeah, She Sells Sanctuary by The Cult. And then uh, nice. I'm going back to back, right? Yes, sir. So I'm going to end side A with a wild card. It's going to be John Parr, St. Elmo's Fire. Ooh, nice. Yeah, the soundtrack to the hit movie, Peak Rat Pack, like Molly Ringwald, Emilio Estevez. Emilio! And I, in, in my opinion, I think it's often overlooked compared to something like uh, The Breakfast Club and Pretty in Pink. It's definitely worth a rewatch. It, it tackles some like really, really dark tones for those teenage movies. Nice. So that's your first side. Do you have a Do you have a name yeah. for the first side? No, I got a name for the whole thing though. Okay. All right. Uh, next up for me. So we're gonna get some can some CanCon right now because we're gonna finish off a little bit more frisky. Uh, but now we're gonna rock like it's uh. Canadian content. We're going to rock out a little bit. We're going to come to Calgary. This was tough because there was some really good Canadian artists, but I had to go with my heart and I had to go over to Calgary. We're going to go lover boy, loving every minute Whoa. of it. Oh, that's like a, that's soup. It's right there for us to take. Absolutely. Yeah. It was hard because like I, as I, I went over it with some, uh, uh, a colleague that works in radio and some of the people everyone was going brian adams here i'm like and look there are some brian adams bangers and i'm sure we'll get to some of them but i was like you know i gotta go with my heart i gotta go in calgary i gotta go with lover boy nice yeah so i'll go 11 every minute of it and it's it goes on too it's a it gets a head bang a little bit oh right okay That's good Nick. pick that might that might have thrown me for a loop. I didn't I didn't I'm trying not to double up, but I've already got a couple doubles already. But it's all okay. right. We'll keep we'll keep we'll keep it moving. Uh, all right. So for my 
fourth pick. Uh, I'm going to go with the hip hop. I am going to go with Rock the Bells, James Todd Smith, LL Cool J. We may be doubling uh, back up to on back. that. So it's going to be uh, King of Rock and then Rock the Bells back to back. Neither of them rock songs. Man, but it is they still so kick ass. good. Like, just again, it, uh, talking about intros in this, right? Because how many times have you heard any DJ when you've gone to a, a concert that has like an artist performing? And then beforehand, and you just hear it in any mixtape, right? Of like, LL Cool J is hot as hell. Boom, boom. And like, it's just like, it just is like one of the e- early parts of the genre that got you into that genre so hard. And you can just imagine LL with the Adidas suit on or shirtless with the Kangle hat on. Yep. That was the move. Like, yeah. He it, kinda, you know what? He was doing some different stuff back then, which was interesting because he was like, 20 years old you know what i'm saying like he, yeah. was a, he was a young cat you know and he was and he was doing this stuff and hanging hanging with these older guys and it was it was it was good it was good for him it was good to hear you know brought a brought a new fresh sound to it do you do you think that uh ll gets lost in time now in, in some ways i don't think I, you look at these top lists right and now like guys like kendrick and all them have been pushed ahead run dmc obviously still gets the love they do but in some like lists i think cool j almost doesn't get the respect as much that he deserves um i think um hey lover and doing it and that mr smith do album it, doing it and doing kind it, of solidified him you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying it's like that's on a lot that's on a lot of of top hits um a lot of playlists you know like those two jams in particular um then yeah. i shot you like how many times has that been sampled you know, yeah. it's like those three songs from that album. I think, you know, in that, what was that, 96, that album came out? I think that yeah. was, that that kind of solidified him. Free, you know, he was kind of a pioneer. He was lumped into that, you know, that pioneer um, kind of mix. But I think in that, when, when Mr. Smith came out, I think that, that kind of put him into, you know, a different, a different level. Oh, yeah, I definitely did. Uh, what's your next pick? So that's your, it's your first tape. Your first yeah. tape's done. You're going to your second. Uh, I've only got eight, so or four so far. Okay, okay. So you're finishing off the tape. Here. So this is what. So I'm finishing it. I'm finishing my my side A right here. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with R and B. Um, and this is yeah. I'm gonna go with Sade, uh, Sweetest Taboo. Uh, I'm so I'm pissed mad. off. The smooth Operators in 1986. Yeah. I'm so fucking mad, but I'm right. so glad you picked this for Sade. Yeah, man. During the pandemic, really got into Sade. Yeah. I think she, you know what, and honestly, and this is, you know, not even for the show or whatever, I think just in general, she might be my favorite female vocalist ever. Like, I love Sade. Grew up with her. Luckily, Pops had nice music taste growing up in the 80s, and I listened to a ton of Sade growing up, and it just stuck with me. It was one of those those voices that just stuck with me through the last, you know, X amount of years. Have you ever listened to uh, the Ron Burgundy podcast where he breaks down two Sade albums, including Smooth Operator and sings Smooth (laughs) Operator as Ron Burgundy? nope but i love it already it's amazing <laughs> that's that's great uh all right i'm loving that list uh I'll, I'll finish mine off with dance pop and we're gonna go to mr phil collins su- su- studio nice one how can you not mm-hmm. want to jam out to that and that's kind of a nice one to kind of again you can start the tape with this you can kind of finish with this and kind of the theme i had for this first tape of you know, maybe the songs don't flow into each other as nice as you'd like them to, but every single woman that comes on is like, yeah, let's go. It's kind of one of those songs you turn on the radio, and if you have Jack FM or one of those stations that play 80s or whatnot, it's like, ah, it doesn't really flow right, but everyone starts off and gets me going. And I think that's a uh, Patrick Bateman song of choice, is it not? 
It sure is. <laughs> so yeah, it's just I should actually call it the Patrick Bateman mix because we got Phil, Ooh. we got Huey Lewis, and we got Phil. Nice. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. All right, Dev. You're on to tape two, side two. I am. Okay. I'm gonna start off side two with a little bit of Canadian content. Platinum blonde crying over you. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And this yeah, that was another one that was on my list. Where yeah. we our first our first half was, you know, in touch with whatever side, you know, angsty. Uh imagine myself as probably a teenager in this time frame. And now second half is that, you know, we're gonna we're gonna flip the switch. It's Friday night and we need to get over, you know, whatever bugged us in high school. Now we're gonna have some fun. I like it. Thank you. Uh, so what so what are your two hit songs again for this one then? <clears throat> So that was my first one. Okay. Um, my second one, I have. I'm gonna. I I need. I I need a ruling, but I think it's gonna be some hands up. Um, Raspberry Beret. In R and B. Yeah, of course. Okay, I would perfect. do that. Yeah, for sure. Prince is uh, an R and B artist for sure. I was thinking about like electronic slash dance. I was thinking about R and B. I was thinking yep. about trends. The thing about thinking, this era, yep. I found more almost everybody fits into every category. Like in, in some ways, you could just go a mixtape of everything yeah. for this because I did find like everybody's just crossing into everyone's genre. There's not a a specific genre that anyone really hits into. Like I mean, the next year with in '86, you're gonna get Walk This Way with DMC and Aerosmith, and you're gonna change what rock and hip hop are. Mm, absolutely that opens the that, that kind of opened up the like you know society's eyes to r&b in, in terms of like uh it's just everywhere right like it, everyone loved aerosmith and then it was like wait a second like who are these individuals it just it, it it took it took uh from the from the corners of like you know street corners i guess to arenas very good all right so we're gonna Amazing. start off the second one and i like i told you you got to start off the tape right so we're going to party all the time with Eddie Murphy. Nice. Nice. This was the Axel Foley year right here. This is an absolute oh banger. Oh, my God. And I'm so mad that that Glenn Fry song is 84, because if I could have done this Ooh. and Heat is on afterwards, I would have been so freaking happy, but it was in December. But, oh, man, this Sisters song, were 84. This is an actually just – like some people will hear this. I, you know, DJ sometimes have to do the music of basketball games and I put this song on and I put it on at least once every game. And you wouldn't believe how many people come like, who is this? This is a really good song. I'm like, it's Eddie Murphy. Like, ha ha ha, good joke. Who is it? I'm like, it's Eddie Murphy. They're like, what? It's an actual really good song. The music video is amazing with, uh, with uh, Rick James in it. So that now with that, with our glasses on now, if you didn't know that, and now with our Chappelle show glasses on, that makes the song even better. Oh, yeah. At Amazing. first, I thought the song was fake. <laughs> oh, no, it's very real. It, it it's just, very real. Like, it was one of those songs where, like, the hook is so good. The chorus is so good. It's immediately catchy. You immediately can start singing along. And, but even, like, the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's, like, Eddie Murphy doing a cover of somebody, of Rick James or whomever at the time. Like, there's no way that he, that, that was actually his song. And lo and behold, I was wrong. Yep. So, yeah, I'll go with Part of Time, but by Eddie Murphy to start us off. Amazing. Uh, all right. For the start of my side B, uh, I'm going to go with the rock category. Uh, I'm going with Everybody Wants to Rule the World. 
Tears for Fears. Jam. Um, I really wanted to do Shout, but it was a late 84 release. So I'm just oh, gonna, these 80, late 84. It, it was crazy. The album released in 85, the single released in 84, but it's fine because everybody wants to rule the world. It's just, you know, it's, it's almost as good of a song. Uh, it's still solid. You know, we kind of talked earlier in our chat about like, you know, synth, synth rock, synth pop. And this was, in my opinion, they were the like synth rock, synth pop band, especially this album. This album was not Songs from the Big Chair was a massive album. Absolutely. I'm really surprised you didn't uh, you didn't announce the title like they sing it in the song. Oh man, my vocal cords are not what they used to to be (laughs) back in 1985 damn that's a good one okay Um, yeah nick is it you next oh yeah right um so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with our dance i'm gonna go with our uh, the dance category uh i'm gonna go with uh rhythm of the night by debarge um, oh, oh yeah wow i had some debarge on my list that song is that song is near and dear to my heart like i love that song that song is amazing sorry what, what song um, was by debarge was it nick rhythm of the night hell yeah this is the yeah. rhythm of the night and then it, it came out the same time as uh this movie the last dragon uh, which was one of my all-time favorite movies. If you haven't seen oh, it, yeah. check it out. One of the greatest movies ever. Uh, it was on the soundtrack. It was it was amazing. Nice. Uh, all right. I will go next with female vocalists after part of the time. We're going to slow down a little bit, but we're going to still give you a little bit of pump up. We're going to go with Whitney. How well I know. Nice. This is Whitney's first album this year. And yeah. this, this, this album in 85, holy shit. It is so good. I mean, I, I think... Every, when I mentioned a few people, I'm like, well, someone's going to pick Madonna this year because I believe Like a Virgin was out this year. I, I skipped the Madonna uh, just from the flow I wanted to go with, but Whitney just had so many. There's so many songs you could go with Whitney this year, and this was uh, one of the top ones for me. So I go, Whitney Houston, How Will I Know? And for this to be a debut album on such an iconic right? vocalist, you know, iconic artist, it's like she hit the ground running. You know, you couldn't have, you couldn't have made a better debut album. No, seven years later, she's doing the bodyguard, by the way. Just seven right. years later. Which bonkers. Yeah. Devon? You're on mute. You're on mute. I know. <laughs> we're coming. I know I was on mute. I got to hit the button a few times. Okay. So we're coming off of Raspberry Beret. Uh, I'm now going to go into hip hop. Shaka Khan. I feel for you. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I wanted something a little like this is the part of the party that like you're pairing off. You got you have put you just put some dance move on with with some prints and now you're now we're gonna have like some some physical contact. I like it. Thank you very much. And uh, next, I'm gonna go electronic. Uh, slash dance and you touched on this really briefly it's gonna be madonna like a virgin there you go someone had to do it again just an absolute iconic year for madonna this second half of uh my mixtape there's definitely going to be a lot of teenage pregnancies okay (laughs) i think with with the yeah okay i like it um next up uh i'm going with uh my uh with another wild card here and we're gonna go stevie wonder part-time lover yeah nice 
just an absolute i mean Stevie yeah just putting out songs at this point just again the r&b at this point i could have gone for days on the r&b here the r&b this is like not like quite the 70s r&b that i like a little bit more but some of this 80s r&b it is it is really good and there's we're kind of moving lot, away from we're moving away from a lot of disco and yeah. I think a lot of these artists that probably would have been disco in the seventies have now embraced yeah. those soul and funk roots a little bit more. So, and that's why we're getting people like Stevie wonder and Shaka Khan and things like that. So like they're, they're kind of blending genres where they're moving away from what, you know, disco died at, you know, however many years ago at this point. Yeah. So yeah. I go Stevie wonder part-time lover. Nice. Um, all right. So I'm going to go with a trend. I'm going to go with synth pop. Um, you know, like we talked about it earlier and it's, there's so much synth, so much oh, synth rock God. and pop. Yeah. Uh, I went, uh, view to a kill, uh, Duran Duran. It was nice. the only James Bond song to reach number one on the billboards. Um, uh, it's a great song. Duran Duran's an amazing band. Um, you know, and this song is, this song is good. This is one of their best. I, I absolutely love a view to a kill as a film too. Like Christopher Walken as Max Zorn. It's just really cool you get grace jones in it who just is like a super cool badass villain lady mm-hmm. right it's a, it's a great movie great soundtrack you're you killed it awesome what do we got next you got one more uh oh yeah uh can con we touched on it it's uh lover boy loving every minute of it it yeah, was you know, there was a lot of Brian Adams floating around, and that 1984 just kept, you know, just stopping me. And it was like, come on, man, this is just killing me. But you know, I went, I went with that one too. Loving every minute of it is 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 a classic. It's a Canadian classic. Okay, since you doubled up on me there, I was not going to double up for a second, but I'll double up now. I I was going to change the hip hop for a second, but Rock the Bells, LL Cool J. Yeah. This song is just unbelievable. <laughs> Yep. Like this was one of my songs uh, in my early basketball career that used to pump me up a lot because it just it just hits you so hard. That DMC sounds great. Uh, Dougie Fresh, Lottie Dottie, by the way, honorable mention right. for hip hop. Right. Just because, yep. again, like how many songs did you like? It, it felt like when a rapper was lazy in the early 90s, they'd just be like, they did you Lottie Dottie, we like to potty. <laughs> just to like kind of hit the uh, side of the baseline or they're just to kind of hit up uh, on a on a bar just to kind of let it flow a little bit. Cause it's just so easy to come back to that. So yeah, I go uh, LL Cool J rock the bells. Nice. I got one more and it's a, it's a yeah. doozy. So oh, is boy. this, is this the biggest song of your playlist or did you like, tell me what your, your thought process was on this one. Yeah. This will technically go at the end, but uh this is definitely be the last song but the one i'm gonna have next it's very special and it's 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 my gem creme de creme are you not so are you I'm not putting these in order are you not i putting... am this is the only one i didn't because i want to save my last song it's it's okay it's gonna go the LO cool j one will go at the end because you're gonna get some slow and then you're gonna get hit up at the very very end with the LO cool j i don't think um, you can do that man i think you gotta do it in order but we'll let it slide this time okay Anyways, tell me, tell me what you're gonna rock with. I already did. Yellow cool. Dude. That's the end. Is that the end? That's the not the end. That's that the next song will be the will be... Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you were okay. I totally misunderstood what was going on yeah. here. Love it. Okay. okay. It's you. You got back to back. I only have one left. 
You have one left. Oh shit! Yeah, because okay. I went last. I went last. I I finished. Um, okay. we're terrible at keeping track of this, but whatever. <laughs> I have ten whatever. songs. It's so fun. Who cares? Um, my wild card is the biggest song in the world, and I'm ending my side B with Wham, Careless Whisper. You can't because it's not 1985. Is it not? It's not Ooh. because me and Nick already had this conversation because it would have been my lead song. Okay, that's yeah. fine. That's yeah. fine. Then I need I need five minutes. So yeah, it sucks. Me. Trust me. I mean, was it like that? Between, was it like November 1984 kind of thing? It was like for that. sure between, November 84. Before between this and and Smooth Operator, I'm like, this is some bullshit. Yeah, because Apple when and Spotify, Apple and Spotify, just to kind of do a quick thing, you go the songs of '85, you go there, and both Smooth Operator and Careless Whisper were both on there, and I'm like, this is some bullshit. And Summer of '69. And Summer of '69, yeah, yeah, like not cool. No. Dang. Well, I was looking for like a last like. All right. Well, I'll go right now, and I'll go yeah. with my R&B, and this is like one of the definitions of Quiet Storm right here. Renee and Angela smile. This is like quintessential. It's got like the the seventies vibe to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like if you, I don't know if either one of you guys have heard it before, but when we do the mixtapes, you'll listen to be like, okay, I get what you're talking about with it. It's it's definitely for those that know what the Quiet Storm mixtapes are from like the the seventies mixes and whatnot, and what they're supposed to get you in the mood for. Smile is. Mm Top notch on that level. Damn, interesting. That's, I'll have to check I, it out. I'm a, I'm amped up now. Okay, so that's my uh, that's my R and B. Cool. And that's your last pick. That's your done. That's my last pick. Yeah. Oof. All right, Devin, you, you ready or you need more time? Oh, damn it! Every song I look at is 84. like is is like October eighty four. Yeah. Um, welcome yeah, to the give club. Me another sec. Yeah. No, give me another second here. All right, well, I'm gonna, I'll finish mine off. Mine's a double up again. Uh, we talked about it a little bit. Um, in 2022, it reached 1 billion streams. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm going Kate Bush, Runner Up the Hill. Nice. Uh, that song, you know what? It it went platinum in 2022. You know, it's like, it, it, really? it's Really? It took that long? When, right. You know, no. but because it, it was like a fine album, it was like number thirty in 1985, but it was number three in 2022 on the billboards. Wow! Like you know, it, it's it's wild what uh, what a what a one singular TV show can do. Um, you know, to an entire. We um, saw that know, with um, No Sleep Till Brooklyn this summer, right? With Mario right. and with Guardians, kind of revitalizing that, and then getting to the Apple top ten for for a little bit because of both those films. Right. It's, it's, it's good though. Like, you know, like, you know what uh, people, you know, people will, will hate on stranger things and talk shit, but you know what, honestly, like hearing some of those songs and, and, you know, it's like, yeah, this is, it was all good, man. It was all yeah. good. That 83 to 86 was had some bangers and they picked uh, they, they, they curated an excellent, excellent soundtrack for that show. They're on their James Gunn almost. Right. And then what's your, is that your, you got one more, right? No, that's it. I'm done. Okay, my last one. My last one is uh, Whitney Houston. How will I know? Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. Damn. You know what? It's one of those things where you search 10, 12 songs, and you're like, "Oh yeah," like I'm making sure all the dates line up, and then there's that one song you're just like, "Oh, I that definitely came out this year," and then you miss it by a couple months. Now I have egg on my face, but hey, if there's one thing I'm good at, it's it's names. 
its go. names for this for this friggin' playlist, let me tell you. So then do it. Let's hear it. Okay, I'm gonna go from the top down and then I'm gonna give you the name. Okay, side A, Kate Bush running up that hill, Sushi and the Banshees, Cities and Dust, The Cure, In Between Days, The Cult, She Sells Sanctuary, John Parr, St. Elmo's Fire. Those for all those high school kids out there who feel alone. Side B, Platinum Blonde, Crying Over You, Prince, Raspberry Beret, Shaka Khan, I Feel For You, Madonna, Like a Virgin, and finally Whitney Houston, How Will I Know? And the title of my playlist is Whenever I Look Down, Love Looks Up. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Thank nice. you. <laughs> good good wordplay. Good wordplay. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Very nice. Uh, I went with uh, Inside A, Power of Love. And then I went Only the Young, Loving Every Minute of It, Rock Me Amadeus, and then Susudio. And then on the uh, second side, we got Party All the Time. How I Know, Part-Time Lover, Smile, and then Rock the Bells by LL Cool J. And as you know, there's a, a main title for this called Fatacular, but colon, Fatacular 2, Rock and Rhythm. Ooh. Nice. Oh, I like that. I like that. Nice. Is this like, this, is this like Big Shenny Tunes? But yeah, for Josh? You, you, got, you got the rock with everything <laughs> on the side, and then the second side, you got the rhythm going. Okay, fantacular. I love that, man. I, I love the run of Falco, Phil Collins, and Eddie Murphy. Um, <laughs> that's nuts. <laughs> it's that never amazing. been done before, probably for good reason. Right, right. I can't wait to listen to this thing, you know, front to back. I can't wait to front to back this this playlist. I'm, I'm, I'm amped about it. Yeah, remember, too, we'll put the albums. You can find them on uh, Fresh Takes Instagram and our individual Instagrams as well. For sure. And Twitter, once um, I'm not uh, locked out of it. Well, X, X. Or whatever, yeah. That's why you're locked out, is because you keep dead naming it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Elon hears everything. Everything. Um, uh, all right, so I got side uh, side A, uh, Conga, Miami Sound Machine, Walking on Sunshine, oh, Katrina amazing. and the Waves. Man, I just want to dance <laughs> to this shit. Right. Yeah. Uh, King of Rock, Run DMC, Rock the Bells, LL Cool J, and Sade, Sweetest Taboo. Uh, side B, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, uh, Tears for Fears, uh, Rhythm of the Night, The Barge, uh, View to a Kill, Duran Duran, La Loving Every Minute of It, Loverboy, and Runner Up the Hill, Kate Bush. And I am calling this Boom Bap Synth. Hmm. Yes. Your side B is something special, let me tell you. You like it's that, very, eh? It's very good. I'm loving it. So there's yeah. another successful successful mixtape. So the you know, we can spend the last few minutes now. We need to pick another year. Yes. Just for whatever whatever future, whenever, whenever we're all free again, which could be a couple months from now, could be a couple weeks from now, doesn't matter. I want to just make sure we get it. So, by the way, it's bootleg and B-sides. That's what the name of this is. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I kind of our... want to, like, as good as 84 was, we do got to remember that this is going to be used at Comic Expo. So, 84 seems very special. Right. So, I might put that to a side as a potential Comic Expo one. That's fine. 84 or 94, either one. Those two oh, yeah. years are the greatest. 
Well, I was thinking even, so what was our first year we did? We did 1995 or six or something. We had 98. I think it was 98. I'm thinking like early 2000s, 2000s time. The next, it's 2000s like 2003. Time, but it, like, is that the year that's going to be too good that we want to save? That's, you know, like, that's Curtis. That's Curtis. Is that, right? hey, uh, Curtis. Is that, is that 50 cents? That's yeah, in the club. Yeah. Let's find that's out. Gonna be a lot of, that's going to be a lot of new metal. That's right in my wheelhouse. And that's like the slow start of alternative too, isn't it? So we got songs. Okay, so we got... We got Evanescence, baby! <laughs> Wake me up! <laughs> well, we got also like these other rock bands. You kind of mentioned it, like this new metal stuff, Nick. But also even just like... What, like, what, what was Matchbox 20 in the 2000s? Oh my god! They weren't really emo. They weren't. Of course, they're not metal. I'm not trying to make that comparison Dude, at all. We got some like, Ruben they stuttered in this bitch. They weren't a rock band. They weren't an emo band. They weren't like adult contemporary. Like what were they? they just had well, feels. By right? the way, like, Dan, pop, pop, pop rock, pop rock. The yeah, darkness like is in this yeah. time too. I, th- I believe in a thing called love is 2003. So what is that? What is what is the dark? What is dark? The darkness. Well, I'm just I'm just looking at Billboard Hot 100 singles in the club. I you know, half of those are going to be from uh, 2002, so watch out. They might be. Yeah. Get busy, crazy in love, <laughs> like Chingy, right? Thurer, released in April 14th. That's going to be like see, like get low, which actually is 2003. Yeah, like we're actually going to have a hard time probably picking. 2003 is just going to be hip hop. <laughs> oh, of course it is. Like whoa, rock and rock. We got White Stripes. That'll yeah. be big. Yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of new metal, a lot of pop punk. Could be it could be interesting. All right, one of the better uh, Nas albums that year too. So you want to do O three? You want to do O four? Oh, that's Timberlake too. That's Timberlake's first album. Yeah, O four. Oh fuck you, Cry Me a River, November (laughs) twenty five. I'm like, get out of here. Fuck you. Right, you know what? And that's crazy because um that's when singles were put out months before albums. So yeah, but so this is too. from that from that justified album, but you do get Rock Your Body and Senorita. Yes. Right. Yeah. So that's there okay. is jams there. So we okay, you just you just pick pick any any uh year in the in the mid two thousands and we'll do it. I mean two thousand three looks pretty good. Yeah, I think like it's it's one of those it's one of those like I had a harder time with eighty five like just trying to 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 listen to stuff before we're doing this to see if I just even remembered it like what kind of connection yeah. I had. I can I can basically tell you that I got like the top eighty songs on Billboard. I think I have some. Kind I pretty of... much if like the top twenty songs on here, I owned almost every one of these albums except for Uncle Cracker and Kid Rock. <laughs> don't get rock what the hell come on man hey when is that rob thomas santana song Uh, yeah it's gotta be right around here 2001 to 2000 by the way that includes nickelback because there's some nickelback jams in here oh canadian content really takes off yeah so nickelback might make a may make a and this is some prime j-lo years as well Mm, and you and i devin and i one one day uh nick I don't know how it started, but we played this one J-Lo song, and we went down this J-Lo rabbit hole. Like, man, J-Lo just has some bangers. Uh, she's putting out a new album this year. Oh, is she nice? Yeah. Is it a she Christmas just announced album? another album. I, mm-hmm. That'd be it's, amazing. 
Produced by well, Ben hey, Affleck and Ice Spice. Well, Ben Affleck's working with Ice Spice now, so maybe she'll get Ice Spice on there. Amazing. She, maybe she that's why. She put some of her best music with Ben Affleck, so put she some did. respect on his name, okay? And some like, of her Jenny worst from the movies. Block. Gobble, Jenny gobble, from the Block. He's time. in. He's in the music video in Jenny from the Block. Yes. So like, he is. What more? Like, mean, they're just meant to be together. Oh, by the way, we got Sean Paul at this time too. Two thousand three, we got some Sean Paul. Jenny from the block, you mean watch out now from Beat Nuts? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I see you, Nick. I see you. All right. So, yeah, we will come back with uh, 2003. Who knows when? Maybe next week. Maybe in two weeks. We will see. Uh, I'd like to thank Nick for coming on. Like I said, we'll have him for some other stuff coming up here really soon. Uh, Devin Seal and myself, Josh Harbuthnot. Until next time, folks. And by the way, a lot of good stuff here on the pod this week. We got football stuff all covered here for week two. Uh, we have the Ahsoka episode five review that you can go check out and a lot more great stuff coming. We have a WNBA preview coming as well. So until next time, folks, cheers and enjoy.